Hey there, Full Disc listeners. We've got something special for you today. In the current global pandemic world we're living in, we at Full Disc started feeling the huge void being left by the extreme lack of aviating going on. Our good friends at Mudspike Aviation felt the same. We both agreed that something needed to be done. Since we couldn't get out and watch our friends fly, we figured what better way to keep in touch than inviting them into our virtual flight line and having a simple conversation about all things aviation. For seven straight hours, we had live conversations with military pilots, airshow pilots, warbird owners and operators, social media personalities, and photographers. The audio was recorded live, and while there were definitely some technical issues that popped up, we feel that the quality of the conversation greatly outweighs the quality of the audio. Without further ado, Full Disc Aviation and Mudspike Aviation present the following for your listening pleasure. Full Disc Aviation and Mudspike Aviation present an aviation conversation. Welcome, everyone. I hope you're all staying safe and healthy. We appreciate you joining us today. We hope that this brightens your day, if only just for a bit. I know these are difficult times for many of us, and to be able to give back in this way to the community that has brought us so much joy over the years is something we're happy about and grateful to be a part of. I'm here with my buddy Zulu and uh, another old friend. If you've been watching the full disc space, you might recognize the name our Blue Hour shots from his decathlon smoking it down on the Manassas ramp. Uh, RJ Gritter, how are you doing today, my man? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing pretty I'm well. Dandy. Good, good. I wish it's just about Manassas Air Show time right now. I sure wish we were out doing that, but this is uh, this is pretty cool too. I think everyone would agree with you. I'd much rather see flipping around in the sky, but you know, if this is the best we can, do, we can do, that's right. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah, man. Um, you're uh, one of my only guests today that I haven't really had a full background chat, regrettably. So uh, if you wouldn't mind filling in everyone, including myself, how'd you get flying? What influenced your direction? Uh, I grew up flying. Both my parents were pilots. Um, it seems like everyone either grew up in a flying family or somehow never got into it until they were much older. But I, I grew up in the flying family. My dad was um, a test pilot at various companies. Um, if anyone's ever seen the Quest Air Venture, the little little kit-built flying egg, uh, he flew that. And then while I was growing up, he was the first test pilot for the Honda Jet. Cool. Um, and oh. then, yeah. So that was fun. I grew up around the Honda Jet being developed and just all sorts of fun stuff. Um, and then my mom was a flight instructor, still is a flight instructor. And, uh, yeah, so I grew up in the cockpit learning to fly from both of them. Um, I was in the left seat of an airplane when I had to sit on pillows to see up over the dash. And, uh, and, you know, learned informally. And as I was, I wanted to solo on my 16th birthday. So as I was, you know, 15 and a half getting up there, I um, started flying at a local flight school just because at some point when you're 15, it's hard to learn from your mom. So I went and flew with some different instructors uh, and, and soloed on my 16th birthday and took my check ride on my 17th. Um, so, yeah, grew up flying. Man, that's great. Have you, uh, have you flown the Honda jet? No, I actually haven't, which is really sad. I've, um, so I helped out 
when I was in high school and starting college, I worked at the company my dad worked for that built the prototype for Honda. And then we had a Cessna citation with a Honda engine on one side and the normal engine on the other. I flew that thing and did a bunch of engineering work on it and helped help do the test flying on it. But I haven't wow. actually been in a Honda jet yet. And there's, but there's actually one based at my home airport here at Warrington. Um, and they've got a list of, they'll, they'll call up and uh, if you're free, you can go fly right seat with them when they go on some of these trips. So uh, I keep meaning to do that. Um, so I guess I need to see what it's like. Meaning to do it? You gotta do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I keep forgetting. I, I need to make that happen. It's a really cool airplane, though. It's neat to neat to see it around the airport. That's awesome. Yeah. How did um, you? Uh, what were the thoughts going through your mind on your first solo? Uh, that's a good question. You know, I don't. I don't remember being nervous. Um, I was. I had a lot of practice. I felt really good about it, so I wasn't nervous. I was just sort of excited to uh, excited to finally do it, and I had a bunch of people watching, so I didn't want to make a fool of myself on landing. Um, so I was pretty much focused on good-looking landing. <laughs> was the airplane? Uh, it was a 172 um, at Smith Reynolds Airport in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, yeah, is that, is that where you grew up? It's nearby. I grew up in Greensboro. Uh, right near the airport and literally grew up hanging out at the airport when I was just a little kid. Um, but then there was no, I don't think there was a flight school there at the time. So we went over to Winston. Um, cool. so, yeah, it's a fun place. Are there any planes that you were particularly enamored with back in those days? Yes. Although it changes so much through the years, I'd have to remember what. I've always really been a fan of. Well, I've always liked the aerobatic planes, of course. Um, but if you skip that, because I'm sure we'll get to that, uh, the BD-5, the little, the, most people know of it as like the Bud Light Microjet, the little tiny one-seat, some are jets, yeah. some are props. I've always loved that airplane. I've always wanted one. The sad thing is I'm pretty sure I'm too tall to really fit in one. Um, but super cool little airplane I've always wanted. <laughs> that's pretty cool for those of you who don't know uh I'm pretty tall i'm like six two and rj i have to look up to him i'm i'm six four yeah um at least if i stand up straight if i pull more i keep hoping if i pull more g's i'll get shorter and then maybe i'll fit in one <laughs> it hasn't worked out yet I have to look up to i'm six foot and i gotta look up to both of you guys <laughs> so you're lucky you can fit in all sorts of fun airplanes <laughs> How many hours do you have in uh, your decathlon now? Uh, just over 600. I've had it for, um, what, four, just over four years now and just passed 600 hours uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, the first couple years I had it, or at least the first year, I flew a lot. I, I, I would basically go fly every other day. Um, practicing a lot just to so that's the airplane i really learned aerobatics in um and I, I basically taught myself a lot of it so i flew just constantly practicing aerobatics then practicing competition aerobatics and then practicing the specific maneuvers required to get 
what they call the SAC card, a statement of aerobatic competency, which is the FAA sign off that says you're good enough to go fly air shows. Um, so I did all that in the first year I had the airplane. Uh, so I flew a lot back then practicing to get ready for it. What does that entail? So, well, which step of it? Um, the getting the, the competency card? Yeah, just uh, the types of maneuvers that you would yeah. require to perform. So, um, there are different levels for different performance category airplanes. Uh, and the decathlon fits in the middle where they don't expect you to be doing snap rolls and tumbling things like, like in an extra. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you have to do uh, loops, cubinates, half cubins, um, various rolls. I think you have to show three continuous rolls a straight line without losing altitude hammerhead three turn spin um to do like an inverted you know turnaround opposite turn and there are basically requirements on all of them that you can you can't lose altitude or you can only gain so much altitude all with the intent of showing that hey i'm gonna go do this low to the ground in front of the crowd prove that that you can do it without losing awareness and, and getting too close to the ground. Being um, controlled and safe about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, those are the, that's the bulk of those maneuvers. Um, and so you, you practice those, you have to show that you've done at least 30 documented practice sessions where you did all that stuff. Um, and then you put together a, a, a show routine um, that is what you intend to go fly in the shows. And then you perform all that in front of an evaluator. Uh, they call them ACE, aerobatic competency evaluators. And um, so you go to an aerobatic box and they'll stand on the ground and watch you and you take off and do all that stuff. Um, and then there's also a, uh, a an oral evaluation with them where you just talk through, talk through your sequence, talk through things like speed and altitude gates. So for example, um, I do a maneuver in my show. I call a micro, you know, pull up like a 45 degree upline, get really slow and do a really small loop. just kind of falls over itself. But I know that before I pull up to do that maneuver, I have to be at at least 250 feet and at least 160 miles an hour. And if I don't hit both of those, it means that I'll get to the top and be not have enough energy to safely pivot through it and then exit with good altitude. so you, you talk through those those gates uh, to make sure you understand how, how to do it safely. Um, and also, you know, talk through important things like what are your outs? If something bad happens in this maneuver, how do I get out of it in a safe way? So you talk through all that. And at the end of it, if, uh, if you look safe, they, they give you your card. Um, and you step down through the altitude. So the first time a new person goes to get a card to fly in an air show, uh, they have to stay at or above 800 feet. Okay. And then once you fly so many shows, uh, you get another evaluation, and then you can come down to 500. And then you fly even more shows, and then 250, and a whole bunch more shows later. Eventually, you can get your surface level card, uh, which I got just this past year, uh, which means I can go go as low as I want. That's awesome, man. Uh, yeah. The maneuver you were describing is. Uh, probably my favorite of yours, the tight uh, inside loop. Yeah, it's it's super fun. It's uh, you, you don't see too many people do that with the decathlon. It's not particularly difficult, um, 
it, it, it takes a little care uh, because you're, you're putting the airplane in a situation where you have no airspeed. You have to set it up to start the pivot in just the right way so that it falls through it um, in a predictable orientation. And then, then it comes out and it's flying again, no problem. Um, but for a moment there, you don't really have any control of it. So you have to set it up just right. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of fun. It, it's really cool. It's especially fun from inside with the smoke on um, because it kind of comes back through its own smoke and it's, it's pretty cool to see. Hey, yeah, we just talked with Chef about his torque roll, and this is the a comparable maneuver in your routine, albeit completely different. But yeah, the way yeah. you kind of go through your own smoke is really, uh, really exciting from the crowd point of view. Yeah, it it and and it's exciting for me too. And I'll tell you what the the first time I I got the smoke system put in the airplane and went and flew with it, flying aerobatics with smoke is just super fun. Everyone should have a chance to do it at some point because you finally get to look out and see where you just were and the shapes that you're making in the sky. It's, it's really, really fun. Um, it's a different dimension to it too. Yeah, it, it does. It really does. Um, yeah. Of course the, the annoying part is it costs like $10 a minute in oil, but if you ignore, <laughs> if you ignore that, it's a lot of fun. The price of oil, the price of oil now. No. Well, that's true. Right now. I think, <laughs> I think they pay me to go burn it. Right. <laughs> I haven't found shows. the right person to get that deal yet. <laughs> That's really cool. I was talking with someone the other day about uh, just the poetry of flight. And quite literally, in this case, you were drawing a line through the sky. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, it, it's it's interesting to – I try to put together a routine that that kind of shows off everything the airplane can do. But a big part of that is – sort of big, graceful, um, pretty shapes in the sky. Um, and, you know, coupled with some spinning and tumbling things. But uh, but I always love to come back and see the pictures of what, what those maneuvers looked like in smoke afterward. It's really- it's you, have cool. a, you, have a, you have a very photogenic aircraft, too. Oh, thank you. It's, it's hard to beat red, white, and blue. It always shows up well. And one of the nice things, it's just a giant airplane. Um, I love pizzas and things, but, but they're, but they're small. This thing's just huge. So, uh, <laughs> usually it shows up well, I guess, except at Dover when we were pushed way far out and you can barely see us, but other, otherwise it, it usually looks good. That was a funky show. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was fun for, for us. Um, cause it was a big, huge place to fly with different runways and, um, but it was pushed far away from the crowd. That was too bad. It was cloudy the whole time too. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. We had fun. Yeah. I mean, it's still cool. It was great to, it was so far away. It's kind of tough to take pictures of. So I just kind of put the camera down and enjoyed your routine. And I, I really have been uh, impressed with how much you've improved over the past, uh, how like two, three, four years or whatever. I think I saw you at Culpepper in 2017, I want to say, and you were doing, yeah. The the first yeah that's right I was I think I had just gotten my 500 foot card okay um, but that was the first year I was flying I flew shows all year um yeah so I was still I shoot I'm I'm always always learning I was definitely back then it's fun year to year what I what I usually do is I I kind of spend the off season flying and playing with new maneuvers and putting together a new sequence. And then once the air show season starts, I don't really change it. Uh, I try to 
basically fly the same thing the whole show um or for the whole season just to you know stay stay consistent stay safe with it um but but it's been fun year to year coming up with new things seeing what the airplane can do and then as i move down in levels down to the surface um new maneuvers that that demonstrate well uh that low to the ground it's, it's really cool yeah that's that's awesome man um you do a little flying with the bealton flying circus right flight of steer yeah i so i don't well I have flown the Stearman a little bit. I don't fly it in the show yet. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, for those that don't know, the Flying Circus is a little um, permanent running air show. Uh, that's This is actually our 50th year, um, but it's in Bealton, Virginia. And every Sunday, May through October, at least when there isn't a global pandemic, uh, we do a, a little hour and a half long air show. And it's it's kind of a classic barnstorming air show, mostly Stearmans. Um, a lot of formation flying. We have a wing walker. Uh, I fly my decathlon um, for an aerobatic act and then often also fly the Piper Cub for a, a comedy act. Um, Looks yeah. so much fun, by the way. I was watching your video on Instagram the other day from inside the cockpit of your takeoff. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, the, the, the Cub act is super, super fun. Um, it's, uh, it, it's, it's very different. It's not nearly as technical the aerobatic act uh Mm -hmm. it's a lot of it i kind of do i have a set of different passes and kind of maneuvers i do each time but otherwise it's it's basically made up based on what the that show site has to offer so you saw in that takeoff video i take off bounce across the runway and then dive behind the hill and go out of sight yeah it's pretty much 10 minutes of just getting to play with play with the environment and do whatever i feel like so <laughs> and it's always fun to watch uh, yeah. it's it, it's probably more fun even from in the airplane but i'm glad you enjoy sure. it <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's and it's actually harder work um i'm more tired after flying that act because you're flying the the aerobatic act you're you're doing hard maneuvers and pulling g's um but you sort of fly straight lines between them um, in the cub you're just always moving something. If you're you're wagging the rudder and moving the elevator around just to make it look wild and erratic, you're never doing anything smooth. Um, so so it's really really exhausting, but it's really fun. <laughs> I, I just started doing that this past year, and uh, yeah, I love it. It's cool. That's awesome. I've heard it takes a good amount of skill to fly that poorly. That that's what they say. <laughs> I think it's it's true. When I um, when I first started practicing for that act, I having just flown the cub a couple times, I took it way high up and just tried to make the airplane upset. Is the way I put it. Um, <laughs> get, get it, get it really cross controlled. Really hammer on all the in all the wrong ways, all the things you should never do, just mm-hmm. to see where the airplane would try to bite you or do something unexpected. And it turns out. Because that that airplane really, really is forgiving, and it, it's you can get a, get away with a lot. Um, but I try. I learned all the all the little corners where you don't want to go, and what's safe to do. And so, it looks like it's on the edge a whole lot um, when you watch those videos. But there's actually a, a lot of margin left. Um, I, it's just it's always amazing what that airplane will put up. With. It's cool. It's really cool. Like it's 
it, like it's almost impossible to throw it off controlled flight. Almost, it, you have to try really hard. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, Cubs are Cubs are very special. <laughs> Sounds like it, man. Yeah. Um. So last year, I had the opportunity to do some air to air at the Golden Age Air Museum, and you had a pretty cool sunset flight with my man Zulu here. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? I did. Yeah, that was. Um, I I always say that was one of my favorite flights ever in an airplane. Um, so yeah, we were up there. I brought the decathlon up to fly in the show and just hang out. I I was love love going out to hang out up there. They have so many cool airplanes. Everyone is just the nicest person. A special uh, place. It's a really special place. Yeah, and so we went out to hang out. Um, and I don't remember. I guess I was talking to Mike, and I think just sort of offhand, jokingly said something about how I'd love to fly that airplane. And he said, uh, oh, we'll see what I can see what he can do. <laughs> and he came back later in the day. It was, it was just, just before sunset, super pretty. And he tossed me his uh, cloth helmet and, <laughs> and said, go fly it. I was like, you, you're kidding, right? No way. Um, so, so I hopped in, he gave me the, the three minute brief on, on uh, the controls and then off I went. And it's uh to start with, it's a little funky. So it's a replica airplane, but it has a Lycoming engine in it, which is kind of nice because it's an engine I'm familiar with. I don't, I don't have to, you know, I don't have to worry it's going to quit or blow up or anything crazy. Yeah. Um, but taxiing out, it just has a tail skid. It's not real. It's, I think the skid steers, but there's no wheel. So it's really goofy on the ground to get used to. <laughs> um, Literally but, a tail dragger. Yes, it is a tail dragger. And he said, leave a bunch of room to turn around at the end of the runway. And sure enough, it took like the whole width of the runway to get turned around. <laughs> but, but once I did, I, you know, punched the power to it, put the tail up and took off. And it, it's an airplane. I, I've, I've always found um, I love flying different types of airplanes and, and getting used to them and learning about them. Um, but it. It wasn't very hard to fly. It was it was kind of cub like. Uh, the ailerons don't really do much. It rolls really slowly, um, but but it was fun. Um, it was so it was it was impressive because you know where I am, I'm just a photographer, you know, and and to see you flying, it was just like so natural to you. You just like see like you're already one with the with the with the plane. Um, and just so that the the listeners could understand, it was it was uh, we actually did the air to air shoe. It was kind of just by happenstance where we were doing the monocoupe. And one of the things that I always do is we we I over the airfield as the the plane is landing, so we get the up the on top shot. And then I hear that uh, the the pup is taken off, and I was like, oh, really? And then next thing you know, with the the lens. See this beer with this big Pepsi dent smile. <laughs> <laughs> I love those pictures. I they're so amazing. Um, I love seeing the smile on my own face. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, I think I I think I took off. I sort of wiggled the controls to get the feel for it, and I'm pretty sure within 20 seconds of lifting off, I saw you all out in front of me, and was like, "Well, I should see if I can catch up with them because that would be really fun." Um, <laughs> And, and just pulled up. So, yeah, I mean, within a minute of, of being in the airplane for the first time, uh, I was pulling into formation with you guys. 
And that was that. And that's why I call that place, I call that place the field of dreams, because, you know, for you, (laughs) being able to fly that aircraft, you know, it's just magical, just like it happens. And then for me as a photographer, sit there and say, just finished an air to air with a 1927 aircraft. Now I have aircraft up here with me with this beautiful sunset. Right. Couldn't ask for anything. And it was a calm day. You couldn't ask for anything better. Oh, it was perfect. It was just perfect. Yeah, no, like that that was really amazing. I can't I can't thank those guys enough for for trusting me to go fly it. Um, cool guys yeah. over there. Oh yeah, they're they're fantastic. Super nice guys. Yeah, but yeah, like like I said, one of my all time favorite flights in any airplane. That was amazing. Looked like you guys. We were there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. You were able to capture from like best possible perspective, hanging out the window of another airplane. That's right. Oh, yeah. That was that was you know, and 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 that I have a love affair with the with the pink Aronka. So <laughs> anytime yeah. I do anything with that aircraft, I'm in love with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that thing's hilarious. I think like- I love. I I came back and landed and uh, and taxied up, and I was I went over to thank Paul for letting me fly it, and he was like, "What'd you do? Did you roll it? Did you loop it?" And I'm like. What, are you are you kidding? No, no, I just <laughs> this I couldn't believe you let me fly it in the first place. Apparently, I should have should have done more with it. But, I, <laughs> but um, and after that, um, after we had we had landed, we did. There, there was a very special flight uh, that you guys did over the airfield. Oh right, I forgot about that. So we had yeah. the, the whole Aranka Balanka lineage kind of, it, all in one flight, didn't we? That's yeah. correct. So we had what? What, what was the C three, a Champ, the Satabria, and the Decathlon? Is that right? That is, that is correct. Yeah, that was cool. Most beautiful sky. Again, oh, it was, was perfect. Beautiful. Perfect day. It was. That was an interesting formation. So I'm sure the 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 C three was wide open, going as fast as he could the whole time. And on on the opposite end, I'm in the big heavy decathlon, uh, going about as slow as I could stand to go the whole time, <laughs> just, just a few knots above a stall the whole flight. But uh, yeah, that, that was really cool. You guys definitely held that together. And that was what? It was eighty. Was that eighty years or sixty years of aircraft uh, history? Shoot, let's see. The first decathlon was seventy. Mine seventy seven. Was the when was the C three? I think it was 30s if i'm not mistaken that's, that's about right yeah 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 that's amazing again that was, th- things that uh things that only come together at a place like that and that's uh for those those people listening that's golden age air museum in uh full paints pennsylvania full place yeah. if you ever get a chance stop by that's right that's right they have they have a few different events that was their what they called their flying circus air show they do twice a year um yeah check it out it's fun so i have a pumpkin drop which i want to do one of these years that looks like a lot of fun yeah that's fun it's fun yeah it's the time of year too that's right yeah i haven't been up there for theirs yet i'm I'm sad about that but there's a little place here that a little farmer's market that has an airstrip out back um and a pumpkin patch and so they get a bunch of piper cubs to go over and pick up pumpkins and they have a big old rv and so You'll get four cubs in the air, all circling in, trying to drop pumpkins through the wall of this RV. It's <laughs> way harder than you would think. 
It's like a one in a hundred <laughs> hit. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like an awesome challenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be so much fun. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a blast. Yeah. Um. Well, if anyone listening has any questions for RJ, just drop them in the uh, the virtual air show session hashtag thread up here. And uh, we got a few more minutes to uh, chat a little bit more. Is there any anybody you want to plug? You want to promote your uh, website a little bit or your Instagram? Oh, well, of course, the Instagram. I try to put all sorts of fun stuff there. Uh, it's pretty simple. It's at RJ Gritter. Um, I, I try to chronicle all our flying adventures there, throw up lots of videos and pictures. Um, you see a lot of the circus and a lot of the different air shows. And I, I've, I've I've accrued just hours and hours of cool cockpit video and 360 cam video that uh, from air shows that I've never gotten to do anything with. And now that we don't have any shows to go to, I've been going through and editing that stuff. So I'll be putting up some neat perspectives of of the Cub and Decathlon Act from the 360 camera. Um, awesome. For the next little bit. And then what, my website's rjgritter.com. It's cool. It's uh, it's pretty much all the same stuff that's on me. Follow me there, and you'll see all the stuff. I have uh, one question. Um, yeah. Aircraft. Take the decathlon and take uh, take um, the Honda Jet out of the equation, because we know you'd love to fly the Honda Jet. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. What what's what what's the aircraft that you would love to fly? That's a tough one. Um, a few. All right. So on the aerobatic side, MXS, uh, I've always liked, or MXS, MX2, I've always loved that line. I used to, I used to compete with radio control a whole bunch. And I, I had an indoor version of that, that I designed um, and flew for a long time. Looks like about the most unlimited airplane you can get. And I just, I have to try one one day and find out what that's like. Um, Let's see. For low and slow, it's hard to beat the Cub. Um, what do I want to try? Some sort of jet. And I don't know what the right one is yet. I think the F-22 is pretty far up there. The, uh, so, uh, the With thrust vectoring, that's got to be hard to beat. So I'd love to try that out sometime. That's that's probably a pipe dream. I think I've missed my chance to hop in the <laughs> and go get to fly that. But um, but that 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 would be a dream plane. That's awesome. Uh, it's hard to beat. I mean, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll uh, if I if something else pops into my mind, I'll. I've been I've been fortunate to get to fly a lot of my favorite airplanes. So. Um, have been some of your favorites. Many... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. As I say, what, how many different aircraft have you flown? I haven't totaled it up recently, but it's somewhere in the 50 range, 50, 60. Um, A bunch of them I flew even just just growing up. I get to fly all sorts of different GA airplanes Um, these days. The list just keeps going up. Um, I'm rebuilding a Cap 21, which is, um, if you want to see a video of it, go to YouTube and search Prop Falls Off Airplane. And you will, see, <laughs> you will see my, what is now my airplane. Uh, it used to be Kirk Wickers, who's been sort of my, my air show mentor. Um, 
he uh, he was flying in a show and the crankshaft broke and the prop fell off and there's a fun video of him landing after that. But I have it now and it's uh, it's a an old French aerobatic airplane. You've probably seen the newer caps um, flying air shows like the Cap 232 that Matt Chapman used to fly. Um, this is a, a little smaller four cylinder one that I'm rebuilding. I'm just about to start building an engine for it. And I hope to fly it this year and start flying it for shows next year. But I'm I'm really excited that uh, that'll open things up a lot, a lot higher performance than the decathlon. Um, hopefully, sort of bring even more of the more of the high energy stuff to it. Cool. Yeah, sounds awesome. It should be fun. Bird. Oh, we've hit the uh, end of our window. Thank you so much for joining us, RJ. This is awesome. Sure thing. Yeah, this was awesome. Well, you guys, could have gone on forever. Yeah. yeah oh, I'm good. I can keep chatting forever, but uh, have a good uh, rest of the show. I look forward to listening into the next ones. Uh, thank you very much, man. Uh, be sure to check out. Us. Yeah. Be sure to check out RJ Gritter on your social media channels. And if you've got a second, please fill out the survey pin to the chat thread so we can improve upon what we started today. And thanks again for listening, everyone. Thank you for tuning into this aviation conversation. We hope that our discussion of aviation brought a smile to your face. This was our first time hosting this event, and we look forward to doing it again in the future. We welcome any feedback to improve these future events. You can find Full Disc Aviation online at www.fulldiscaviation.com and Mudspike Aviation at www.mudspikeaviation.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.